0: Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name's Gracie and I'm your host, and this is my co-host.
1: Hi, my name's Carrie, we're long distance
0: besties. And I'm super excited to start this community of just fellow believers to encourage and to edify one another as um, sisters and friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Gracie and I'm your host and today I'm joined with a guest speaker. Her name is Amelia and she's going to be talking all about finding joy just um when you're in trials. So Amelia if you would like to go ahead and introduce yourself that would be awesome.
1: Hi I'm Amelia and I'm from New York.
0: Yeah so um recently uh Amelia reached out to me and um and I was like, do you want to speak on the podcast? And she was like, uh, sure. So, um, we've been planning this for a couple weeks now, and, um, so yeah, we decided we would do this episode. So, Amelia, would you like to start the episode off?
1: Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, so, um, this is kind of just, I got this from a devotional, and you can find it on YouVersion. Um, it was written by this will bend, and it's called Join Trial in five simple steps. I kind of just did like a summary of each one. There's seven devotionals, but yeah, it's really good. Um, so trials can be like emotionally, emotionally and spiritually draining, and there's so much time for just during this quarantine for Satan to just like take us off track, and it gives us like heavy hearts, and he just takes away our hope and joy slowly without us like even realizing it. Mm-hmm. We think of, like, sometimes I start to think of, like, life and, like, why? Like, what are we even doing here? Like, it's just so pointless. Mm -hmm. But um, in the book of James, it tells us to count our trials all joy. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, why? Why would we do that, you know? And we, the reason we should do that is because trials are used by God to test our faith and produce, like, stronger spiritual relationship with him Mm
0: -hmm. that lasts forever. Yeah. So, um... Have you experienced, like, any trials um, just in your life in general and how God has kind of, like, moved you through that?
1: Um, I mean, like, I guess it's kind of hard with friends. I mean, it's hard for me to trust friends. I just feel like, I don't know, it's just very hard for me to trust them. I don't know if that's necessarily, like, a trial. I mean, I did go through one time when i was like seven years old and i had like an allergic reaction and stuff Mm -hmm. i was really little but it was it was very scary so yeah
0: um yeah so like currently i am still in a trial and just a season of waiting um A couple weeks ago, we actually did a study on the book of Job and it just talks all about just like the trials that we face um, and how Job, even though Satan was just attacking him and taking away all of his flock and his family and his wife left him and he had sores all over his body and he was really just being tested by the Lord but still throughout this book, he remained faithful and did not sin through his anger. And um, the whole reason like behind it, and he even talks about it, is because God knew that Job would still remain faithful to him. He puts us through these kinds of um, just seasons of waiting and these hard things to grow our relationships and um, to make us stronger spiritual um I don't, humans are not the word. I'm just thinking, like, when we go through trials, it makes us stronger in Jesus Christ. Like, we, God puts us through these kinds of things to help us grow in our relationships with him. So. Okay. So, the second part.
1: Um, and, uh, this is, like, actually step one, sorry, that was, like, kind of an opening. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, so it says to, like, rejoice in the Lord, to always just find a way to be thankful and... The Bible tells us to rejoice in the Lord always when we're, like, stressed out and we're anxious. We don't know what else to do. And God has a bigger picture through all of this. He Mm -hmm. uses trials to make us better followers, and he never leaves us. Yeah. Um, In our life and our circumstances, we will not ever be forgotten, you know. Yeah. That's just, like, something that's really—I don't know, I just really like that, that we just never have to think about being forgotten by
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? um, and we can rejoice because he saved us and he washed away all our sins, every single one
0: Yeah,
1: he gives us eternal life and love and even if like it's something that you don't feel like doing because like who wants to wake up and the first thing they want to do is just like be happy I mean honestly I just want to go back to bed but <laughs> it really just it like sets the day right
0: mm-hmm. yeah um So something I've kind of learned just as, like, growing in my faith and, like, how to kind of set the morning right, um, most of the time, like before I really started reading my Bible every day, I was kind of really grumpy in the morning, um, and I just, like, did not want to wake up, um, but then I realized, like, once I get myself in a routine of spending time with Jesus every morning and to just quiet my soul and to just talk to him and, um, to listen to what he has to say to me for the day really seems to set my day off right, and I feel that, like, my day, um, begins better um, because I feel a lot more joyful in the Lord. Like God brings so much joy within me and like when I start my day out by speaking with my Heavenly Father and to just have him speak to me for the day and give me that encouragement, I think um, that's really amazing. So I encourage all of you who listen to get in a routine of reading your Bible every day because it's gonna um, just help like bring that joy into your life because God can speak that joy into your life through the word. And I feel like that's what brings joy to my life is just opening up m- my Bible and reading because like God brings so much joy to me. So yeah. Okay. So what's next? <laughs> uh,
1: the second step they said to is to entrust your child and give it all to him with Thanksgiving. It says, don't be anxious and we should pray. Obviously,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: it's good to pray. Um, and we should express our pain through prayer or through writing because that helps me to just like be able to write. Mm-hmm. And we should explain in if we're writing or if we're talking, like how does it hurt and what, mm-hmm. like what we're going through. Because it just like, even though he already knows, it just helps us to grow our relationship and yeah. bring us peace. Um, mm-hmm. I actually had my cousin, um, he when he was little, he he had a mom and his dad, like, they separated, and so he didn't really know his dad, and he would pray every night to, like, for his dad to come back, and then he started to stop praying, because, you know, he was little, and then he just, like, didn't really, he stopped praying, he forgot, and then, um, I think, like, two years ago, his dad came back into his life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I've never really had, like, a time to talk to him about it, but My mom told me that he prayed a lot, and then -hmm. he stopped, so I should talk to him, but that's just one thing. Like, we should always keep on praying, even if we feel like there's, like,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. nothing left.
0: Yeah. Do you have, like, a story in your life when you just felt like, like, you prayed and God answered, like, one of those prayers that you had just been praying for for a long time? Um,
1: I mean, I don't know. It's hard... I mean, I guess my, a long time ago, my, my, my mom's friend, she had, like, a baby, and there was, like, a miscarriage, and it was hard for her kids, and we were praying for a while, and she had, like, three kids, and they just didn't make it, but then along like, two years later, she had another kid, and now she has two, so, I mean, I remember we'd pray about that a lot. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Um, I actually have a pretty cool story, so... I went on a nature walk one day because I was just feeling very sad and angry. So I just went on a walk to talk to God and really just, um, to ask him like what he wants to do with my life because I am a very like driven person and I really want to like do something with my life for the kingdom. And like, that's the way I know how is to like do something and to not just wait and be still for God. And so, um, I just went on this walk and I was just talking to God and just praying and saying like, Lord, what do you want to do in my life? Give me something that is going to bring glory to the kingdom. And so, um, I had this stick in my hand and we live kind of by the water. So, um, this stick I threw into the water and God spoke to me and he told me the way the stick hit the water and made those ripples. That's what I'm going to do in your life. Um, And then the very next day I was in a car accident and I realized that like, this is an answered prayer. Like, I know this seems like very harsh and like, oh my gosh, you were in a car accident. But to me, it was like one of the best things that has ever happened in my life. It was seriously an answered prayer. Like, thank goodness I was in a car accident because I don't know where I would be. I probably would not have started this podcast. I would not be in love with Jesus. I would probably be some stuck up, snotty teenager. I- Like if I had not gone through something so um, horrific and traumatizing and it wouldn't have brought me closer to God. And I think that was so important because that car accident was an answered prayer. People are like, After the car accident, people are like, oh my gosh, that is so terrible. I am so sorry that happened to you. And I just think like, why are they sorry? Like I am rejoicing to heaven. Thank you, Jesus, that you put me through something that was hard and that was difficult. So I can look to you and know that you did everything for me. You saved me from that. I should have been dead. I should have lost my leg. And there's so many things that should have happened. But God continued to spare my life so I could do something for the kingdom. And then I started this podcast so I could inspire teens to just love Jesus because, like, I just love him so much. He's, like, my best friend, and I don't know what I would do without him. And I just feel sorry for all of those people that don't have him because he brings such a joy and a peace to my soul. And I just want to share that with everybody. So, okay, step three.
1: Okay. Um, step three is to think on truth and believe God's Word and to trust in Him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have a choice every day to whether or not to believe in Him and, and realize that He's in control. Mm-hmm. And God is good, and, and believing in Him will help us to just depend on Him. Yeah. Um, these choices happen many times a day. You know, we, we can choose to live for Him, and... Mm-hmm. Some days we choose to forget about him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When we're suffering, it can be difficult to put him into our day. Yep. We realize, but it's hard to realize for us that he's still there. You know, we kind of just forget, mm-hmm. like I just said. Um, and we think that he left, and we just feel like sadness and just doubt and like just nothing's ever happening. Everything's just going so slowly, and we forget. But that's okay, you know. We. We're all humans and we're all sinners and
0: mm-hmm. we forget.
1: Um, but we just have to stay strong and we have to trust and believe in God's promises and we have to trust in the path ahead and the future that he holds for us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so step four.
1: Before I go on to that, I read this devotional called, like, Priceless, and it was about this girl that also got into a car accident, mm-hmm. and it just kind of made me think of you. It was really good. It was written about this girl, and she forgot everything except for um, Bible, not Bible music, Christian music. She forgot everything except for worship songs, oh. and she used those to help her, like, walk and talk
0: again. Okay, well, I'm going to need to read that book now. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it was really good. Awesome. Um, yeah. So okay. step four. Oh, sorry.
0: No, you're good. I was going to say, okay. okay, now step four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A step four is to guard your heart and to take every thought captive. And how do we guard our hearts? Um, um, but our heart has, like, our thoughts and our beliefs and our intentions and our attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was said by Stuart Scott. Uh, Therefore, we need to guard our heart and our mind. Mm -hmm. We should take all of our questions to scripture or to like a friend who we know is that um, a close, close of God. Mm. And we shouldn't do this thing where we block, we block out all things that aren't of God. I mean, we should block out all things that aren't of God, like bad music that has like a lot of curse words in it. There's toxic friendships or toxic relationships, and like even unencouraging thoughts that we think about ourselves. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: And another one that I kind of struggle with, oh, sorry.
0: No, I, I'm just like agreeing with you. Okay, okay. So, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> and another thing is that, like, I tend to think that now that I'm Christian, everything is perfect now. Everything has to be perfect. You know, it's just everything should be perfect. Mm. But another, another thing. We should just realize that being a Christian isn't going to make everything perfect, you know? Yeah. We should realize that we should... We're always going to make mistakes and yeah. stuff.
0: Because we're still humans. Like, even though we are Christians and we get this relationship with God, we are still humans and we still stumble and fall um, because, like... Unless we are God or Jesus, we will never be perfect. I even struggle with that just because I'm so much of a perfectionist that I'm like, I want to make sure everything's perfect to my standard. But I've realized that, like, what I want and my standard is not the standard of what God is doing. And, And, like, God is so much more perfect than I will ever be. And instead of discouraging myself, I just have to know that, like, when I feel that i can't do it because i'm not perfect i need to just look to god for everything because he is perfect and he has never sinned because he's gonna be there to help me when i feel i'm not perfect so i look to you god because you are perfect you died sinless and um i just like think that's so encouraging to know that like god died sinless for for our sins And even though I'm not perfect and I'm human, God is perfect. And he's right there, ready to help me along my path, even though I can't do it on my own. So. Yeah. Okay, so, step five.
1: The last one is to, it says, contemplate excellence and then fix your eyes on Jesus.
0: Mm.
1: And then, it started with, like, what is the greatest thing about God and what he has given us? Mm. And the answer was, it's himself
0: yeah
1: to be able to have a relationship with him and to like just have like like a meaning to life you know yeah it brings it brings me joy and it brings like us love and happiness yeah but how do we enjoy him during hard times and the only thing we can think about is like our troubles and our circumstances and we forget that we should be chasing god through it all Mm-hmm. And we should be praying and we should just realize realize that he's in control. Yeah. And we shouldn't try to fix everything because he already he already has the plan and we should just focus on him and we should follow him in everything that we do.
0: Yeah. Wow, that was really good. Um so, I wanted to ask you before I end, what is one of the greatest pieces of advice that God has just kind of put on your heart or maybe somebody else has told you, um, just something that has really inspired you or spurred you to God, and you're like, wow, God, that's really cool that you just kind of did that in my heart.
1: Um, well, last year, I it was really hard for me to like, I don't know, I'm just very sensitive, I don't know, I'm just, I get my feelings hurt very easily,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I know that's kind of, like, a weird thing, because I'm, I'm obviously older now, <laughs> but it's just, it was really hard for me to, like, grow closer to him, because I was so, like, sad on being perfect,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: like, I just was very, like, I, everything had to be perfect, but then I realized that that was, like, prideful, and, like, I shouldn't be doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just had this, like, time where I kind of, like, drifted away. And then, like, during quarantine, I came back. And it's just, like, it's really helped, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I I still get, like, anxious sometimes. And I still try to make everything perfect. But then I realize that I just have to stop doing it because Mm -hmm. it's just... Because then you can't fully, like, you're not fully accepting God when you're trying to have everything Mm
0: -hmm. perfect.
1: That's what my mom told me. Yeah. And it really, like, struck my heart,
0: yeah that's really beautiful um so yeah just like know that you can't be perfect we try so hard as just as humans to be perfect because we set this really high expectation for ourselves but it's really not possible to achieve this level of perfection because we are human and we will never be like god and um so yeah, thank you, Amelia, for joining me on the podcast today. Um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified every time we post a new podcast on Sundays. Also, make sure to check out our Instagram and blog. And um, I will see you guys all next week. And happy Mother's Day. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so our Instagram is at team underscore teen underscore talk. And our blog is www.teamtalkpodcast.wordpress.com. Okay, so go check them out. Bye.